Okay, good morning. This is Richard Shu, host of Shoe Untied. Today, I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, uh, Steve Immelt, who's the global CEO of Hogan Lovells. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. Good to be here. So, Steve, let me ask you, um, how would you characterize what you do as global CEO? How, how would you characterize that? You know, I think I uh, have my hand on the tiller in terms of the overall direction of the firm. I uh, try to pay attention to what direction the wind is coming from and uh, trim the sails accordingly or let them out, uh, depending on what's happening in the general climate. But um, if, uh, for lack of a better metaphor, that's how I see the job day to day. I really focused on strategy and uh, and making sure that that, that we are appropriately focused in the market in terms of how we're trying to bring value to clients and that, you know, our whole team, especially partners, are uh, aligned with that. Tell me a little bit about how you got, uh, a little bit about your background and how you got into this role of being global CEO of the firm. Well, I've been at the firm for uh, nearly 30 years. I'm not homegrown, but I, I came to the firm in 19, 1989. Um, active litigation practice in the investigation space um, and uh, began gradually to move into management uh, beginning in the late 90s, uh, served on the firm's uh, executive committee. Uh, then uh, in 2005, I was asked to become the manager of, of what was then Hogan and Hartson's offices outside the U.S., and I did that uh, from 2005 until 2010 when we we created Hogan Lovells uh, through the combination between Hogan and Hartson and Lovells, and, and I was very much involved in that, having uh, drawn the conclusion from my work in that managing partner role that um, that a combination could really uh, move us much more quickly to the position we wanted to uh, to achieve in the market. And then after the combination, I was uh, the co-head of the litigation practice. And in uh, 2013, when the firm decided to move to a single CEO, um, I put my hand up and eventually got that role. So I've been doing the CEO role since uh, since two, 2014, which in the uh, capacity as being the first one to do that um, solely and not as a co co CEO. Mm. Well, how do you compare being management with uh, practicing law? Do you do you miss practicing law? Do you like it much better? You know, there are days when I definitely miss practicing <laughs> law. I've uh, practiced law for a long time. I think I had a, a good idea of you know what the clients needed and and certainly what good looked like, and I, I enjoyed it. I have always enjoyed you know solving problems with clients and and really enjoyed spending time with clients. I mean, I think that's one of the things that that is brings you a huge amount of satisfaction as a uh, law firm partner is your ability to work with a, a, a wide variety of clients and, and help them. Uh, this job is different. Um, I think that one of the things that's an adjustment is is more you know thinking each day how are you going to spend your time in a way that has impact on the organization. Um, and uh, that's a different answer uh, most days in terms of what I'm going to do 
uh, with that time. And um, it's not a matter of filling your schedule. That's pretty easy to do. It's how do you fill your schedule with the the right um, events and meetings. Uh, it's also a matter of of spending time uh, not with your schedule jam-packed, but also trying to look out, see what's going on in the market, and and think. I uh, I'm one of the I'm I'm definitely of the view that there is not enough thinking that goes on in our world with all the emails and texts and every other stimulation we have. Um, there, is, I try to build some time in uh, every week to just. Um, sit and look out the window or do something that allows me to to just reflect on where we are and what's happening. Mm. Well, what would you say you like most about this current job or current role? Well, I do I do um I do like the challenge of, you know, motivating and leading people um and trying to, you know, articulate for people a vision of our firm and um what that means for them personally. I think that I, you know, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that there are lots of challenges in the, in the law firm world today, the law firm market, um, you know, overall flat demand, that doesn't mean that, that individual firms are not seeing growth in demand, but overall a flat market, um, you know, lots of work being moved in house, uh, impact of technology, you know, lots of things that make this challenging. So it's really critical that you be clear about what your proposition is and and what makes you distinctive in a in a in a crowded marketplace. And so I like that challenge. I like the challenge of, you know, how you both articulate that and then um, you know, help our our team, uh, which is, you know, certainly the partners but but the lawyers and 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 also the critical business services people. How do you how do you motivate that team to be working together um, to drive the firm forward in that in that direction that you've set for them? How would you characterize you? that? Mm, yeah, very good. Um, how, how would you characterize your uh, leadership style? Would you say? You know, I'm a follow me type of person, uh, and by that I mean I think uh, you know I'm. Uh, I'm prepared to say, you know, here's where we're going. Um, here's what what the vision is. Um, not necessarily, you know, can you beat me, uh, but more, you know, here's where we're going. I have the the confidence that this is the right pathway, and and come along. And uh, you know, that's that's I guess my uh, my style as a person and my style as a, as a leader, you know, I really believe in trying to put people in a position where they can pursue the things they want to do. Obviously you want that to be in alignment with what's going on with the firm as a whole, but you're not going to move an organization like Hogan levels forward. If you try to be the person, you know, the straw, the straw that stirs every drink. Um, if you try to be the center of everything, you, you, you will not be successful. So here our philosophy is one of distributed leadership and instead trying to be very clear, here's where we're going. You know, this is the vision. This is what I need you to be working on. Communicate that, you know, clearly and repetitively because I think you need to, you know, the iterative process is, is important, but then stepping back and letting people really, you know, move it forward themselves. That's, I guess, the way I would describe my approach. What would you say the most, um, I don't know, impactful or experience that you've had prior to this role that's helped you in your current role, either as a lawyer or maybe even before being a lawyer? 
Yeah, I think, you know, I, I, I worked with clients that were in uh, periods of great stress um, and, uh, you know, sometimes even, you know, crisis, uh, existential crisis. Um, and I saw from that um, how resilience uh, with the leadership of an organization could make a huge uh, difference and and the role of culture and seeing how when you get put under pressure uh, that's when the culture really uh, comes through and you you know I work with clients that had a a culture of solving problems I work with clients that had a culture of blame you know let's all get together and figure out who we're going to blame for this and uh, you know I, I I thought the cultures that focused on problem solving were the ones that really you know were were resilient and did survive and did you know you know not to say that things you know bad things don't happen to anybody but uh, or bad things can happen to anybody but but you know that experience as a lawyer seeing firsthand how organizations kind of reacted to stress reacted to crises i think made me um, really appreciate the importance of culture and that's something you know i've really been laser focused on in my role here as as a ceo i'm sure it's a very stressful job but do you manage to still have fun yeah, no, it's uh, look, I don't think you, I mean, my philosophy of life is if you're not having fun doing what you're doing, you know, you need to stop because uh, there's no guarantee you're going to get another chance. And, uh, and so I'm very much a believer in, you know, being engaged in things that excite you that, that are enjoyable. Yeah, it is, it is a stressful job. There's, there's a, you know, people are counting on you. There are a lot of expectations that people naturally have of a person in leadership. But, but if you know, I do enjoy it, and I do enjoy the challenge of it. And I, I, I think we have a, a terrific group of people here. I mean, that's the great thing about a law firm is that, um, you know, you could say it, it's the worst thing is it's all a collection of lawyers. I think the best thing is a collection <laughs> of lawyers and other people that, um, you know, are highly intelligent, um, you know, going to challenge you appropriately. Um, but also, uh, I, I think at least in our firm, a great group of people to be around. And, uh, you know, I like, I like being around smart people. It allows you to, um, to do more things. Now, I saw you recently issued a press release that your term has been renewed. Uh, congratulations. Um, any specific goals or specific things you're hoping to accomplish in, in the next, uh, in that renewal period? You know, I think it's, it's continuing to make sure that we're, we're in the right place in the market. But, but you know, I, I would say in terms of where we are um, in the uh, kind of evolution of our firm, and while you know, Hogan and Hartson and Lovells could each trace their roots back to, you know, over 100 years. This is still a relatively, you know, fresh organization. Um, we're seven years plus into it. Um, and, and in my view of that, we've, we've kind of gone, we're in sort of what I would say is 
the third phase, which is first phase integration, getting things to work, getting, you know, dealing with all the various uh, challenges of, of just putting two organizations together. And that's hard. That was really hard. I mean, having been through it, I, I can tell anybody who's thinking about it, uh, it's about 10 times harder than you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. The second phase was really, I think, uh, when, when I stepped into this role and we began to really uh, have a more unified approach to you know, vision, direction, we now typically have a single global leader in most of our practices uh, and and sub-practices in our uh, sectors. So, you know, it's getting everybody sort of on the same team. And, and then it's, at, the, at this point, you know, making sure we have uh, not only a, a vision and a strategy, but a culture that is going to carry us forward, that's, that's going, going to be, you know, fit for the future that's ahead of us, because I do think that the law firm business is going to continue to change. Um, and uh, I do think the firms that are going to be successful are the ones that are adaptive and that have cultures that really are um, forward-thinking, innovative, uh, you know, willing to to reconsider what they're doing. And so I think for me, it's how do I keep pushing us in the direction of, you know, becoming one of those adaptive modern law firms that are going to thrive, notwithstanding all the pressure that's going to come from, you know, multiple directions. Well, I'm sure you're not thinking about this now, but when you um, when you do finally uh, end your term in management, will you go back to private practice? What does the future hold for Steve Melt? You know, my uh, my I have a long-standing uh, dream, w- together with my wife, of riding our bicycles across the U.S. Um, you know, whether we're going to do that or not, uh, <laughs> I, I hope we're both in the physical uh, condition that we're going to be able to do that. So, so that's that's the first thing I'm going to do, or at least try to do, and then I'm going to take a step back and. And really think hard about you know what do I want to do I I uh, you know I, I actually one of the things that has been a great part of this experience is um, at a relatively mature point in my career I got an opportunity to do something really different um, you know I had been in firm management but this job was completely different and I I like that I like. I, I like that challenge, and so I think that for me, and it's it's something you know I'm going to be thinking about a lot between now and and uh, July one of 2020. It's you know what would be a fun, challenging thing to do that would be different. Um, I'm not going to rule out completely you know being a lawyer, but I'm going to try to open myself up to to what all the possibilities that might be out there. Well, Steve, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your taking the time. When you do decide, or if and when you do decide to ride that bicycle across the country, you have to come back and tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I will do that. Um, it's, uh, you know, life is interesting on a bicycle. I, 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 won't, I don't get as much time on my bicycle as I, uh, as I once did, but I do still um, try to get out pretty regularly because I find that that whole... Um, kind of need to be totally focused on what you're doing is a uh, great way 
uh, freeing up your brain to to kind of go into a different state. And uh, so I enjoy that, uh, not only the physical exercise of it, but I, I find it's uh, it's pretty restorative. So, um, you know, a, a trip across the country is a big uh, aspiration, but uh, I'll be happy to tell my story if I make it. That sounds fantastic. Thanks, Steve. This is Richard Shue and Steve Amelt. Thanks. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.